I have a dog that's about 80 years old, uh, Miles, President Miles. Uh, he moves a little quicker, though, than Joe mm. Biden. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that. A little bit. At least since Rough Greens. I yeah. think Joe Biden maybe should try Rough Greens. This is a controversy. Is there something in we could probably the 25th Amendment? Food. Yeah, he's, pretty, he's not going to notice. No. I mean, it's just all mush anyway, I yeah, assume. Yeah, it's ice cream. It's ice cream. It's mostly uh, ice cream. It's pistachio ice cream. Right. There you, you know go. I mean? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's green. That's yeah, all right. He won't know. Uh, all the vitamins and nutrients are packed into a supplement that tastes great to your dog. And you put sprinkle it on your food. Helps your dog with all the nutrients that they need. And dogs love rough greens right out of the gate. Uh, I know uh, Uno did with Glenn and Miles did as well. Uh, President Miles, sorry. I want to disrespect him. Uh, but uh, if you have some issue where for some reason your dog doesn't like it, well, I mean, you know, you don't have to worry about it. You can get a free trial bag of rough greens for your dog to try. Uh, and all you have to do is pay shipping. So go to roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33. Uh, roughgreens.com slash back it's or 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. That's how you spell your name, Glenn. It is. Yeah. That's, that's weird. That's, that's weird. my first name. Yeah. Huh, what a coincidence. 833-GLEN-33? Yeah. Wow. Huh. Really works out easily. Yeah. Roughgreens.com slash back, which is my last name. Oh, my gosh. That's Wow. Welcome to the program. We're glad you're here. It is Wednesday. We've got a lot on our plate today. We're going to tell you about the uh, the Respect for Marriage Act. Oh, that sounds nice, doesn't it? We all respect marriage. Yeah. As always, when they're titled something really happy, they never are. We'll tell you about that coming up also. Um pedophilia and advertising and the left and our schools she is this all a giant q conspiracy that's what the new york times is now claiming we'll tell you in 60. it's the christmas and holiday season and that means it's time for gift giving parties with friends and family Getting compliments everywhere you go about looking years younger thanks to GenuCell. It's the best in skincare, and every day more and more people are discovering just that. From now until Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is 70% off at GenuCell.com slash Beck. You can treat yourself or a loved one. I think it's a great gift. The absolute best skincare in the world. You can see the troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags and puffiness, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's most popular collection. With its immediate effects, you can see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. And included in every most popular package is a free skin hydration serum that will help restore your youthful appearance. 
check it out. Uh, if you don't have, if you don't want to get somebody for a gift, GenuCell is the right way to go. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. Enter the special code Beck for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. So go now. GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. Balenciaga is still in the news. Thank goodness, quite honestly. Thank goodness. Um, the View could not bring themselves to say that what happened in those ads with the S&M teddy bears and the little children uh, was a bad thing. In fact, the I guess the conservative one, Alyssa Griffin, who I've never even heard of. Anyway, um, she said... I found this ad campaign particularly distasteful in this moment. Wait, wait. So it would be okay if it's not in this moment? (laughs) Another moment, it would be fine. There's this growing anti-LGBTQ sentiment right now. And how it's being framed as portraying, you know, trans people as groomers. I, I, I don't think people are putting trans people as groomers i think it's anyone who is pushing pedophilia don't you think that's what it is anybody who's trying to sexualize our children those are groomers i think there are people that you know are claiming to be totally straight that are uh sexually attracted to children i don't think that that's straight uh because i think straight gay people and everything. I think there's a vast majority that think, ah, sex with kids, not a good idea. Really? I don't care wow, what walk of life you. Wow, stance. I know I mean, is. Mr. Hot Takeover here. I know, Jeez. I know, I know. Uh, so this is just, this is sick. So anyway, uh, a lot of trans people are being framed as groomers. This is a ter- term you'll hear on the far right. They're groomers. So, so I want to say the Balenciaga campaign is disturbing because of because it supports what the far right says. That's why it's disturbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, and they played right into their hands by having kids in uh-huh. a sexualized manner carrying something that represents, you know, sex acts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it's distasteful at this moment because it's being it's being portrayed by the right as something sick. Can we just all agree that sexualizing our children is bad can we agree well apparently not apparently not uh the new york times weighed in lumping the ad campaign with fox news and QAnon. so the only people are and you know what if that's true then you know color me there if 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 those are the only people standing up and saying, ah, I think the sexualization of children, then I guess that's who I uh, that's who my peeps are. Shockingly, that's that's not the only. Group. No, it's not. Uh, no, no, it's not. Um, this is this is brought on by Marxism. Marxism is evil. It is evil. How do I know? I don't know. Let's look at the fruit of the tree. 120 million dead in 100 years? I don't know. Seems pretty evil to me. A poet once said, if you will not have God, and he's a jealous God, 
You should pay your respects to Hitler or Stalin. The intellects, uh, the intellectuals and the activists that dominate our culture today are doing this. They're sworn to accomplish it in a fashionable new way with the destruction of God and the family. This is the left's biggest mission. I'm not talking about your neighbor. I wish your neighbor would wake up and start standing with people when they see our children are under attack. They hate capitalism, and for some reason, they see the family as capitalistic. No, that's, that's actually not true. What is true is that they hate family. And capitalism comes after that. But to sell it to people, you got to start with capitalism. But this is an evil, evil idea. And so they know in the end they have to destroy the family. Klaus Schwab encourages redefining family identity. Quote, increasingly, the traditional family unit is being replaced by the transnational family network. What the hell is that, Klaus why is this guy in everybody's cabinet? It's no coincidence that the left has become Marxist at the same time it's worshiping men in dresses, encouraging children to climb onto stripper poles. Marxism and pedophilia are a match made in hell. Wherever Marxism appears, it will sprout pedophiles. But Pedophiles exist even in capitalist, you know, pedophiles can be anything. But you have to understand that Marxism is evil. For, for starters, Marx didn't consider the long-term effects of destroying the family. He just wanted to destroy the family. Anytime it has been tried in the Soviet Union, it resulted in a massive spike of orphans, which leads to massive spikes in pedophilia. Look at our border policy. What's happening to all those kids? You're starting to see reports, I know, only from the right, because the left can't admit it. Pedophilia is going through the roof because it supplies orphans. In the wake of World War II, orphans became easy prey. Uh, and there was a German psychologist who turned post-World War II Germany into his experiment in pedophilia. His goal was to spread Marxist values to fight fascism. Did you know that Stalin in the mid-1930s had an affair with a 13-year-old girl? Stalin did, 13 years old. Sources called her his child bride, even though after she got pregnant, he dumped her. Marxism has a long lineage of this. Why? Not because it's Marxism, because it's, it was birthed in evil. In the Communist Manifesto, on what foundation is the present family, the bourgeoisie family? What's it based on? On capital, on private gain. In its completely developed form, this family exists only among the bourgeoisie. Best of all, Abolishing the family would be relatively easy once the bourgeois property was abolished. The bourgeois family will vanish as a matter of course when the complement vanishes. 
Both will vanish with the vanishing of capital. He said the bourgeois claptrap about family and education, about the hallowed correlation of parents and child, become all the more disgusting, the more by the action of modern industry. All the family ties among the proletarians are torn asunder and their children transformed into simple articles of commerce and instruments of labor. Now, when you think of Karl Marx and Marxism, think of a specific image. And that image is an animal devouring its offspring. And that is exactly what's happening. And it's happening more often because the left has run out of enemies. They're cannibals and they have to eat something. They always end eating themselves. Marx envisioned a complete purge, I'm quoting, of society so that communists could have their revolutionary dictatorship. He advocated for an overthrow of the entire legal system. Gee, let's reimagine it. The proletariat cannot conquer power within the legal framework established by the bourgeoisie. He always was clear that this revolution had to be violent, the forcible overthrow of all existing social conditions. These are his words. He wanted to change everything. He wanted to reverse all traditions, all values, all beliefs that weren't his. What was that Michelle Obama quote? I think she stated it very, very well. And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. Uh, we're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place. He wanted to get rid of everything that was sacred, even if it had been sacred since before recorded history. Even if it was an invaluable part of being human. Truth. He hated religion. He spited God. He said that labor and not God created man. Christ preached love, so Marx incited violence and encouraged death. He got kicked out of Belgium for buying guns for terrorists. Society valued marriage, so he degraded the family unit. He replaced faith with doubt, compassion with prejudice, truth with feeling, art with propaganda, and work with laziness. The left has internalized all of his attitudes about life. Without God, without family, without marriage, without faith, without art, without truth, without compassion. All you are left with is an urge to destroy. And when nothing is sacred, human life is expendable. Marx believed that the individual human life was much less important than the well-being of the community. He believed that people should sacrifice themselves for the sake of the community or for future generations. If you just scroll through Twitter, you will see the left has perfected this attitude. They've improved on it. They've industrialized it. Their utopia resembles a brave new world where monogamy is taboo. Sex is fused with violence and degradation. Orgies are routine. Children are sexualized many times forcefully. The family structure destroyed. Any mention of family, mother, father, is described as smut. Yet, 
anything degrading is encouraged, especially among young children. Even the origin of life holds no beauty. There is literally something called the embryo store where meaningless babies are cultivated by the dozen like grapes on a vine. Have you seen the little lamb that is grown in a plastic bag? We're not far from this, gang. Here's the, here's the advantage we have. We are very resilient because of our faith. We are very resilient because of our history and our traditions. If we start getting rid of those, we become vulnerable. There is truth. Now, you can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself, and I'm fine. Whatever. Whatever. But do not force me to go down the road with your truth. Because there is universal truth. And there are hardwired biological difference between family and non-family. That's why our teachers, they might like our kids. They might say they love our kids. But they will never fight for our kids like a <laughs> traditional mother will. I don't even know. I mean... I, Parents guard their children from vipers. And as long as there is at least one family and one believer left alive, then God and family are full of life, stronger and brighter than anything or anyone who claims victory over their supposed de demise. Just remember what is true. Yvonne wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, my husband and I are getting older and we both had pain that was beginning to slow us down. We've always been very active, so when we heard you talking about Relief Factor, we decided to try it, and we love it. We're back to being our active selves again. Thank you. Relief Factor was created by doctors to help your body reduce the inflammation in a way that won't, you know, knock you out. The major source of most pain is inflammation, and, and Relief Factor has four key ingredients that work together with your body as it fights against the effects of aging, exercise, everyday living. I take Relief Factor every single day. As somebody who has lived with crippling pain for a while, give it a try. See what it can do for you. The three-week quick start, it's $19.95. It's a trial pack, and hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. 1995 three week quick start relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief relief factor feel the difference 10 seconds station id just before we all went on uh, holiday for thanksgiving Congressman Chip Roy said something that stuck with me. He said the Biden administration has, and I'm quoting, effectively weaponized the federal government against the American people. He then said the American people need to see a lot of things that they have not been seeing. But then you need to connect that with the actions of the government. Tonight on my Wednesday night special on Blaze TV, that's what this is all about.
There are so many secrets, so many unsolved mysteries that Joe Biden and the Democrats not only refuse to answer, but in some cases they appear they are actively trying to cover it up. Tonight, I have seven unsolved mysteries that we must demand answers on because the amount of secrets they now hold is, I mean, is growing with their power all the time, constantly growing. The federal government and bureaucracy have been weaponized, and it's time for us to remind them they work for us. We demand answers. Tonight, I have a chalkboard that will blow your mind. And after you see it, I, I think you're going to be convinced uh, that our government is completely out of control and these seven things need to be answered. What happened on January 6th? Who's Ray Epps? Who planted the pipe bombs? What's in Joe Biden's uh, executive order on elections? That's really important. What happened to the Dobbs leaker? What's the COVID origin story? What's happening with crypto, FTX, and the central bank digital currency that was just launched, by the way, over the holiday? What's happening with all of those things? Tonight, you will see the government is uh, growing on steroids, and they are using public-private partnerships. In fact, the Montana Attorney General... um, is now concerned that UPS and the Fed and FedEx are working with the administration to track American gun owners. And he has filed suit. He accuses the administration of bypassing laws that bar the federal government from creating a national database of American gun owners. Uh, and they are instead, uh, they are going uh, and asking UPS and FedEx to track the firearm sales uh, with real specificity so they know who's buying guns, where they're buying, and then they keep the records. Uh-huh. Just like I'm sure Google is not sharing any information at all, and neither is Apple or Facebook. You're co- you are completely safe as long as it's in the hands of a private corporation. Conservatives... Wake up. Wake up. These big businesses are no longer your friends. And uh, Democrats should wake up. If you are don't want to be in the pocket of big business, you're in the wrong party. Things have changed. More in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. In a fast-moving and increasingly complicated world like the one we live in, particularly uh, uh, preparedness comes to mind as something that is absolutely vital. For example, cyber criminals are out there. You know they want what's yours, your money, your identity, all that comes with it. So how do you combat it? Well, you've got to be prepared. You have to know what's going on and be prepared. Then, because you have many other things to do with your life you have to contract somebody to be that guard that sentinel and that watchman that will alert if there's something wrong and then they're also in the position of helping clean clean things up if something you know slips by them because nobody can catch everything 
The Guardian at the Gate that I uh, choose is LifeLock. It's by Norton, so you know you can trust it. You can uh, save now 25% off your first year with the promo code BACK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Make sure you use the promo code BACK and save 25%. Time to subscribe to Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Save 10 bucks. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Glad that you're here. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Hey, some good news. Uh, San Francisco, the Board of Supervisors, did finally approve the proposal that would authorize the San Francisco Police Department to use robots as a deadly force option. So I oh. think that's, mm-hmm. I mean. Good news. Oh, that's good great news. news. That's great news. That we're reimagining the police. I didn't imagine them being robots, did you? No. No. Uh, I mean, and I say that from the very spot and the old Paramount movie lot that where RoboCop was made. Yeah. So yes. we got that. Right down the hall. Huh? Yeah, right. It's fantastic. It's amazing. I heard right. a lengthy report this morning uh-huh. that... Apparently, and this is going to shock you guys. You're, you're going to be stunned by it, and you're going to have no explanation as to why it's occurring. Okay. I'm pretty Nothing sure that's an jump. accurate statement. Right. We're both going to. Yeah. yeah. You might just fall mm-hmm. over. Okay. I'm, I'm concerned over it. But okay. the report was that apparently big cities mm-hmm. are having trouble maintaining police forces. Shut up. Wait, apparently, what? many of these individual police <laughs> officers are thinking. They don't no longer want to be police officers. Okay, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying that the the movement to destroy the police officers whoa, whoa, in, whoa. In, in, in the country, the mm-hmm. movement that was heralded by Silicon Valley mm. and big tech. And Washington, D.C. And Washington, D.C. They, they're in Silicon Valley, have... An idea of how to replace those police officers? <laughs> now, apparently, they want to hire robots wow. to do it. Well, those will be much more fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is what happened in RoboCop. Yeah, exactly The robots right. always act perfectly. Are mm-hmm. cops so sensitive that they don't like it when people want to take away their money and, and you know, any kind of safety measures that <laughs> they now have? And they're always under and, question. Yeah. And yeah. they're being, I don't know, uh, shot in mm-hmm. a lot of time, the, and, and they want to they want to leave now. Yeah, well, actually, that was huh. not the reason given um, for most of the report. In fact, most of the report was uh, some of them just uh, found better jobs. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, some, yeah, it was that's legitimately for centuries. Wow, some of them uh, just you know are going to be IT people. Huh. <laughs> legitimately, this is the report. I'm like, wait, wait, wow. IT oh people. Gosh. Eventually, they did get to what I think might be the main cause was you know the 2020 protests into defund the police was yeah. kind of maybe the reason and i have friends who who who, who did this were police officers who were in the police force and saw this happen we're just like what am i doing with my life what, i know what, yeah. what? i know yeah they, i know they just said i gotta be an it person <laughs> so they're just like i gotta get into it right I, now i have to tell you that i uh, i mean you know they they have to have you know the cameras on their vest and then the cameras can be you know rush to the media i mean unless you're pelosi but that that (laughs) camera footage of your vest what now will have robots 
that mm-hmm. will be able to record everything from their visor face. And it'll be so much better because it'll automatically erase the tape if you're at Pelosi's house. Oh, that's nice. So that's much better. Still won't give you. And if you question, it might kill you. So now, that's well, and to be fair, they are saying they are not going to be carrying firearms. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they just be carrying explosives. Explosives. Yeah, just explosives. <laughs> explosives. <laughs> I think I'd rather have mm-hmm. a firearm. Yeah, what seem... are you carrying? What is this? Like the Roadrunner? <laughs> Does they throw a <laughs> stick of dynamite? Here? What? I mean, what is that? Acme is the producer of these robo- I RoboCops. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, speaking of uh, RoboCop and the movie RoboCop, there is another movie that is coming out, and at least all three of us in this room agree <laughs> we don't get it. And I think we might be alone because it's the biggest movie of all time. Uh, it's uh, Avatar. Avatar from James Cameron. The, the Way of Water. What an enticing title. Oh, yeah. I'm Isn't on the it? edge. Of, what is the way of water? Could it be wet? <laughs> I can't wait to find out in a 16-hour cartoon. Well, no, wait a minute. We did see that in Titanic, the way of water. Yeah. 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 This is all this guy does. Yeah. He keeps making water movies. I know. So I watched the first one. I've only seen it once. I saw it at home. And don't tell me, oh, it's better on the big screen. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, it's not. It's a bad movie. It's like... It's, it's terrible. It I didn't was, get it at all. It was so anti-human. Yeah. Anti-military, anti-human. Okay, you got blue people that are tall and skinny running and big around. Big eyes. Yeah. I, okay. Um, okay. It had very little storyline to it. It was not compelling in any way. No. The, I don't no. I don't hear anybody clamoring for four more. Name no. a character from it. Name oh, a I can't. one. No idea. Can, can you name a character from, I don't know, the other big movies? Star Wars? Any, any characters come to mind? <laughs> Maybe yeah. one. Maybe one. Even right. Titanic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Jack, right? Jack right. and Rose. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I get, that is not, that, it's very little to do with what why people went to go see Titanic. They went to go see the boat sink. Yes. But, like, you can remember at least even mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, movies that make this much money typically are iconic. Like, there's moments where you're like, oh, my gosh, remember when X, Y, and Z? They're all hey, so, memes. Okay, okay, that- okay. So, so here's what I remember. I kind of remember the humans wanting to take fuel from their planet. That's the only thing I remember. I remember thinking, hmm. is this because they're it? raping the resources of the yeah. blue people planet? Is yeah, that I what's think that's, going? Yeah, that that's right. all I remember of the movie. Yeah, the generalized plot line had something to do with evil human beings and evil, probably white capitalists uh, mm-hmm. who going around and stealing from uh, these a poor peaceful, people. A peaceful, wonderful people. blue people. And finally, they step up and defend themselves, right? It's essentially yeah. the Ewok storyline. <laughs> Right, it's basically all it is. It is they took they took the return Except of the I like the Ewoks. No, more. I know they took the they took the 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 return of the Jedi storyline and then mm-hmm. ruined it. <laughs> like it wasn't even in fact, the 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 weakest of the original trilogy. They're like, mm-hmm. what if we what if we take the 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 part there and then and then and turn it into a computer program, right? Like, I mean, even the name Avatar, it's like a cheesy technical term that like an old person would think, well, let's use an internet term for the name of our movie, (laughs) Avatar. It's just pathetic. 
Yeah, was it How? the name of the planet or anything? I, what was the reason that Avatar was the name of that movie? I don't know. The only thing I can think of is when the movie came out, it was technologically advanced because they they were basically making a. It was supposed to look really real, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't live action, right? It was like in yeah. that weird in-between area that was really impressive in, what, 2008 or 2009, whenever that movie came out. But like now, yeah. now, mm-hmm. like what, so, so what? we've seen like, we're all now sick of CGI and no longer want to see it anymore. So I saw the, um, uh, what is Spirited? Did you see Spirited yet? Did you is see that the, No, uh, I did. Yeah, we yeah, talked you, about yeah, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I the, loved it. The, so the Judy Dench part? I yeah. don't know if that was really Judy Dench or if it was... Or, yeah, CGI. Oh, CGI. Yeah. Is this and the, uh, the CGI is, yeah. 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 Is CGI is so good now, you have no idea what's real, what's not. This is not impressive technology no, I, anymore. And it looks, you know... Uh, you guys uh, weren't big gamers maybe growing up, but like, there's that thing that they do in video games where things can look really realistic and yet people are walking around and it just doesn't look right. Like yeah. others, they don't it's look right the uncanny in Penny Valley. Valley, right? It, and it's like, it is like, it's that. It, you mm. Even when you watch the preview, it, they don't look real. They don't look, they're moving a little bit strangely and it doesn't look natural. Oh, you're anti-alien. <laughs> sort of, yeah. yeah sort How of. do you know that aliens don't move that way? Have that's you ever a, been to the a really good planet? Point. Really it's Avatar. a great point. He's got you Matt, the Avatarians. It's yeah, a yeah, great point. And, and I know he hasn't. And they're spending billions of dollars betting on that point, which is <laughs> And incredible. you know what? I think it will probably do well because it probably I don't, I've never had a good explanation on why that movie is so popular. I've never met a soul who liked it. Well, nobody even talks about it. It's just like a non-issue because there's no for the biggest movie of all time. It's like you just said. You just said that nobody ever. There's no memes on it. There, there aren't any. No, I don't. I no one references it. No, No. it's just a giant zilch of a movie that made a lot of money. Here, here, but a movie that had been erased for forty years. Um, Let me just say. Mary's walking down the street in the snowstorm. Right. You know, that's, it's a wonderful life. Go ahead. Mary. <laughs> right? Mary, don't you know me? Don't you know me, Mary? <laughs> okay. I mean, you can do that with, <sighs> I am your father. And you know, this is immediately. bigger. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know a single line from it. Yeah. Oh. It's amazing. I've really, I've been look, uh, looking at these movies, the biggest movies from from years i know obviously the avatar was the biggest movie of 2009 the ones look, look going back home alone you know right? you immediately know you could just do this yeah. Ah, yeah, right right <laughs> terminator 2 you, you remember I'll that be back. and mm-hmm. you remember the morphing scene right yes yes um you know jurassic park uh, i don't know mm-hmm. what what was that story about right. forrest gump yeah right Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a weird story to try to explain. Right, but you could but, do it. And everybody who comes and, here, because we have the park bench here in the studios, mm-hmm. and the everybody one. everybody wants to have their picture taken on the park bench, and they always say the same thing. Life is like a box, box of chocolates. chocolates. Every single time, right? Yep. Toy Story, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Independence Day. 
I mean, Independence Day is not a movie that had like a the test of time, all time classic movie, but you can still remember all sorts. The laser coming down. It's iconic. You remember all of yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Titanic, Saving Private Ryan, Star Wars. Now, again, Star Wars Episode One, which everyone mm-hmm. c- agrees was bad. We all remember Jar Jar Binks. Yes. Right? Every yes. single person remembers it. Yes. Does anyone remember one character from Avatar, it which, is by the way, was a decade more recent? You got to taste it is almost like maybe did you see it in the theater yeah oh yeah it was oh, there you for the did. opening night did you yeah. see it mm-hmm. oh yeah okay that blows that thing i thought maybe there was some hypnosis when you went to see it at a theater <laughs> no, not in like, my theater anyway there was some no. subsonic uh, hypnosis where you're like i love this movie right i'll never be able to tell you what it was about but i love this movie uh, look uh, harry potter spider-man lord of the rings shrek Star Wars, Pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. right? Even that. Mm. Uh, Spider-Man, again, another Spider-Man. The Dark Knight, right? Like, people mm-hmm. remember this. Then Avatar, which no one remembers at all. Toy Story, Harry Potter, The Avengers, Hunger Games, American Sniper, which is an interesting one as far as a number one movie yeah. for a year that, that doesn't fit, per se, but everyone kind of still remembers it. So, so Star wait. Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Black Panther, even, Avengers, Twenty twenty is a bad one because B- Bad Boys for Life was the number one movie oh, because yeah, of the that, pandemic you year. You one. can't use that one. No. But then Spider Man <laughs> and Top Boys Gun Maverick. Right. Okay, so all right. So wait a wow. minute. Wait a minute. What is it about? We are going to run out of time. And let me take a quick break. And I just I want an answer to this. What is the hero story? What is the thing that people watched? And I don't know the answer to this. And went, oh, that's me. I see me in. Mm. I see me in in Avatar. Character. Yeah. Tell yeah. me. Tell me. Mm. Back in just a minute. Mm. All right. The days of clipping coupons may be behind us. Uh, Really kind of went out of fashion with my mom. Uh, Finding ways to save money whenever and wherever is still very much a thing. Everything costs more. Inflation is through the roof and it's only going to get worse. You're buying groceries. You're buying gas. It will be a little less painful. And you can cut the cost if you use Upside. This is an amazing app that will actually save you money on gas, groceries, and dining out. All you have to do is download it and use the promo code BECK, and you'll automatically get 25 cents or more for every gallon on your first tank of gas. From there, you just find the offer for whatever it is you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business, and when you pay, you get paid. It's easy, and you feel the difference in your wallet. Download the free Upside app at Upside.com slash Beck. Get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. It's Upside.com slash Beck. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at GlennBeck.com. No idea. I'm just reading the synopsis. I would not be able to. I don't get the Avatar thing. Jake Sully. He wakes up. He's been traveling to another planet. And uh, he opens up his locker, which is marked Sully T. And he's he's told that his deceased twin brother, Tom, a scientist, 
who was part of a high-level program overseen by corporate and military strategists. You mean when a public-private partnership? Anyway, um, he decides he's going to take over for his twin because he can pretend to be his twin or, you know, can get away with it because of genetic matches. Mm, then he, he goes to the planet for a fresh start. Do you remember any of that? No. Then no. he takes a shuttle to Pandora and it's four and a half light years away. And uh, he has to wear a full breathing mask because it won't support human life. And then he's told that he's just got to obey the rules because everything on this planet will try to kill you and it's hard to kill them but what's out there they'll try to kill you and it's our job to keep people alive uh so you you got that going do you remember no yeah you know Mm -hmm. hundreds of people died on the titanic but this is the worst thing that the titanic ever brought us because Titanic really was so successful, they let mm-hmm. this guy make Avatar. Yeah. And that's the worst part. Like, that is well, the, no, the real tragedy of the Titanic. Movies. He's not making other movies. These take so long to make. I know. And it's like, who, why? This doesn't make any sense. Why would anyone think that we're going to care? And of course, they're going to, they're making, they're spending so much money on advertising. It's going to make a bunch of money at the box office. And I guess it's huge overseas, mm. which I don't really understand. Mm. But I, they're making like, Amusement park lands of it. I know. It's like yeah, I know. I, I it's a Disney World. They've I got a whole it. Avatar section. Why? I don't know. This is why oh, Chapek got I fired. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, you know, honestly, uh, somebody write in, tweet what it is that we're missing on Avatar because mm. we miss it completely. I would say that this would be a box office bomb. Had this not been the number one movie in the world. Well, it has to make $2 billion to break even. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Makes me the Glenn sure. Back Program. People all over the country, country wake up and live their lives in a land that is still free, at least for now. They work hard. They try to make a good living. They love their God and their family. And at the end of the night, they go to bed and they're going to bed as decent people. The American ideal is almost limitless, conceived in the hearts, motivated by liberty and goodness. Believe me, you are not going to find a clearer example of that when uh, than the, the people that work and have created the products at Grip6. Their socks. Let's just talk about their socks. By supporting the American ranchers, they raise the specially bred sheep that produce the modern wool. American manufacturers have to wash that wool, process that wool, weave it into socks so your feet stay warm in the winter and cool in the summer. They're American business owners, and their idea was, I want to return uh, power to America and bring manufacturing back. We want to celebrate America. Put your trust and your hard-earned money in a company that does it right right here in America. Go to grip6.com slash Beck. I'm wearing their socks now. Grip6.com slash Beck. Do it now.
you are about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, you know, you know it's got to be good. It's got to be good when the Senate passes a Respect for Marriage Act. You know it's got to really, truly respect marriage and do nothing but strengthen marriage and your faith that goes right along with it. This is... Now, some people, me included, say that this is a horrible thing that has just passed with significant support from the Republicans. And I want you to know what they've just passed and what it means. The guy who's really been following this story uh, is uh, Daniel Horowitz. It's not good. So what does it mean in 60 seconds? If you've been living with pain and desperately want to get your life back, I'm here to tell you, I not only understand that firsthand what it's like, but I may have an answer for you. It's called Relief Factor. I had tried everything and failed. Relief Factor was created by doctors and it helps reduce the inflammation in your body. Now, this is where these commercials lost me at first because I'm like, oh, it's ibuprofen. Well, I've had the I've had the prescription ibuprofen, 800. Couldn't just take four tablets, uh-uh. No, I gotta go to a doctor and get the heavy stuff. And it never worked for me. This attacks inflammation four different ways where ibuprofen is only going down one way. So even if ibuprofen hasn't worked for you before and you think this is all bull crap, my wife forced me to take this. And I have to tell you, once again, she was right. Keep it to yourself, okay? Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more month after month. ReliefFactor.com. Get their three-week quick start now for $19.95. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com or 800, the number four relief. 800 for relief. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Mr. Daniel Horowitz, welcome to the program. Hey, great to be back with you in these confusing times. Oh, my gosh. Well, we are, we, are, we are showing real respect for marriage in this act, don't you think? You know, you know it's funny. Even with the Judeo-Christian heritage of this country, I believe there was never a time in history where the federal government ever technically prevented a state from adopting something like, let's say, a gay marriage. And indeed, under the Defense of Marriage Act, which this repeals, uh, eight or ten or so blue states did adopt gay marriage, right? The federal government never prevented states from defining marriage as they saw fit. DOMA only defined it for federal purposes, the military, Social Security, immigration, things like that. Yet this bill bans states from defining marriage as a marriage. And... I I think what's so important here is the times we're living in, even if someone kind of evolved on that, as all these GOP senators said over the last decade, the last couple of years should give you pause. This is not even about Leviticus. This is more about Genesis. When you look at the broader transhumanist agenda, everything they do seems to lead to a result of depopulation, um, undermining the continuity of civilization. You now have 21 percent 
of Gen Z, according to Gallup, identifying as one of the alphabet soup stuff that can't procreate or won't procreate. That ain't natural, and that ain't good. Yeah. And when the government makes it that it's an equal proposition, it's a 50-50 proposition, it's not even a biblical values issue anymore. This is straight up a continuity of civilization issue. This is why China reversed their one-child policy. You cannot sustain um, anything uh, at this level without procreation. Uh, we also see just there was a study out just this week that uh, fertility rates for men way down all over the world. And now we are um, codifying in the way that Roe versus Wade did, where I don't honestly, I'm I'm more libertarian on this, yep. uh, where I don't I don't really care. You want to get married? Fine. Just don't tell me what I have to do. And I'm not going to tell you where you have to get married. Um, and this the biggest thing on this is the the fact that I think this is going to be used to start to discriminate against Christian organizations. Well, I mean, this has already been happening. So this thing kind of codifies bake the cake into a civil rights and makes it a civil rights. And by the way, it's kind of funny at a time when all major corporations for public accommodations could collaborate with big government to box out people from the entire society, mm -hmm. uh, getting organs, getting a job, getting anything uh, on account of not getting Pfizer stuff. But somehow, you know, Bob's shop, uh, cake shop, he has to service this, you know, not just the person, but the event, even though there's 50 other places within five miles, that will probably give the guy a discount and will champion it. I mean, that's what this is all about. It's about, you know, destroying the continuity of civilization. Because you're right, a lot of people, I think, kind of said, yeah, there's a couple people here and there, this is what they want, whatever, I don't care, it doesn't affect my marriage. But what I'm telling people is, when you see the results since Obergefell, I, I did the math with Gallup's poll, and, and, and the exit polling this past election actually seems to hone in on the same numbers. The amount of people identifying as, as one of these things grew 27% in one year. That is crazy. And that is not that is all social media and all propaganda. Yeah. You don't go uh, here. That is um, people born before 1946. 0.8% said they were gay. Baby <laughs> boomers, 2.6. Generation X, 4.2. Millennials, 10.5. And Generation Z, 20.8. <laughs> Come on. And it's, it's growing every year. And my question is, how much is enough? 30, 50, 60? Again, I mean, this has nothing to even do with religious arguments. You could be a San Francisco bathhouse guy, but someone's got to do the procreating. And, and think about the millions of people that takes out of the procreation business. And the notion that somehow Republicans thought that this needed further strengthening, that there wasn't enough momentum behind it, is absurd but but glenn it's worse than just the 12 names it's the fact that all but a few of them were fine with it mcconnell and thune the leaders they didn't whip against it they didn't speak out against it they were hope yes vote no you know with the exception of cruz lee langford maybe one or two others 
that was it. Uh, they were all fine with this, as they're all fine with every other issue the Democrats want to screw us yep. on, including uh, you know the omnibus bill. They're working on some immigration stuff. Uh, th- this is never ending. So what is Mike Lee right with his amendment, which failed? Um, is he is he right that this is going to affect all kinds of organizations where? You know, you'll you'll lose your tax exempt status or whatever, and and you'll have to hire people that are uh, different. And, you know, if you're in a Christian organization, you know, you you want to keep those values. You're not going to be able to keep those values. That's what he really feels strongly, that this is going to just open everybody up. Well, I mean, the courts were doing this even before Congress codified it. So this puts an exclamation mark on it. Obviously, he laid down that marker, made it very clear. Look, you want gay marriage? Here's a grand bargain. You know, you get your thing permanently, even force red states to always uh, reciprocate it. But, you know, religious liberty is untouchable. And, yeah, I mean, these Republicans, except for Susan Collins, did vote for it. But it's a joke because then once it failed, they voted for the bill that didn't contain it. And at this point, I mean, they have some very narrow carve out for some nonprofits, but uh, certainly for profit. So if you're a business like uh, Masterpiece Cake Shop, uh, you are totally unprotected by even their weak protections in there. So this, again, codifies that the only saving grace, I would say, is that possibly by Congress putting this in a statute, it might make it easier to hit at this in the courts and disqualified as an unconstitutional violation of the Tenth Amendment, um, even though Obergefell was as well. But, you know, the judges are kind of reluctant to reverse their own thing, even though uh, the Dobbs opinion clearly does reverse it. But this is a new statute that they could invalidate. So I do think there is an angle there in the courts. Uh, and so this makes if you're a, if you're a baker, this makes it pretty, pretty hard to say, I can't I can't bake that. Right. Your religious objection is gone now. Legally. Exactly. I mean, the the, the baker could say anyone working in the hundred and fifteen degree room back there has to wear a mask uh, and violate occupational safety law. But he cannot say, look, I'm just going to sit this one out. I don't want to bake. Uh, for something, you know, with my handiwork, something that violates my conscience. Um, yeah, I mean, this is the society we live in. Uh, it's a new set of ethos. It's a new um, pagan theocracy where uh, we mandate gay marriage. We mandate uh, Pfizer's whatever product they come out with next. Uh, they fight for their values. I mean, you got to give them credit. You listen to their speeches. They were passionate. They believed in it. Kirsten Cinema hugged one of the uh, Republican senators. Uh, they're very passionate, pounding the lectern on it. On the Republican side, again, it's not just the 12. Uh, none of them felt strongly about it. And this is kind of that imbalance we see on every issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are fully peddled to the metal, unified in their beliefs. And even on the most fundamental questions of our time, uh, we, we can't get any sense of uh, not just unanimity of opinion, but we can't even get a modicum of opposition. So... What happens to the Republican Party if this is what they're going to be uh, over the next two years? I, I mean, there's no passion to get out and defend these people. 
I mean, look at any major issue. What are they saying on, on biomedical tyranny, COVID fascism? Are you hearing a word about that? No. I mean, what are they saying on blocking the FBI from arresting political opponents? Uh, it, it's, it's nothing. It, it's, I, I've had to bite my tongue for quite a while with a lot of our colleagues, but the reality is the Republican Party has been a controlled opposition for a very long time. People are a little bit confused because there are only two parties. So once in a while, you have a good guy that happens to be a Republican because there's no other option. But at a leadership level, it's a controlled opposition. And as conservatives, we need to pray and think and strategize hard what we need to do. It's got to start certainly with local and state affairs, I think. Um, obviously, we need to focus more on, say, the state uh, of Texas's legislative session more than we do on Congress at this point. Yeah. Um, and try to maybe build back better to uh, rip a line for the WEF <laughs> at a state level. <laughs> that would make you Klaus Schwab. I just want to point that out. Um, one last thing. Have you been reinstated at Twitter yet? No, I have not. And I, I don't want to prejudge this because it could be at any given time. But I will say it is kind of interesting that Dr. Malone, Dr. McCullough, um, none of the big, you know, COVID. medical freedom patriots yeah. have been restated. And I find that kind of interesting. But you don't want to go any further than that. I, it could be it takes time. But again, it just is an interesting observation that anyone who was kicked off on account of medical freedom has not been reinstated, although... They do say they've taken away the new censorship on yeah. on the COVID issue. So we will wait and see. Yeah, that, they did remove some policy, right? It was the COVID misinformation policy yeah. they suspended. Does Which that means mean, they're mean not, anything? Yeah, they, they, doesn't this mean that they are, they're no longer putting out little things. This is mis. this may be misinformation. Right. Go to the CDC for the truth. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it, that has improved. Um so uh, that is definitely a step in the right direction. But, I mean, it's kind of like a lesson with the Republican Party. You can't hope it gets done. you got to make sure it gets done, although I don't think this is really our decision. Um, but we can't put our trust in man. I mean, that is, that is really the lesson. No one man is going to save us. No one platform is going to save us. Uh, it's kind of like starting a campfire. It's, it's ground up, and there's no silver bullet, and we just really have to assert our will in the states where a majority of people think like us and make it clear that these Republicans are persona non grata with the voters. Hey, Daniel, because you're a, uh, a deep thinker and a religious guy, I, I want to ask you another question on, a, on another topic. Give me 60 seconds. We'll be back with Daniel Horowitz. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, Your home is probably the biggest asset you own, will be the biggest asset that you own your whole life. There are lots of ways in which it can help you out financially, especially if you're working to get out from underneath other forms of debt. The credit card debt that you might have, what is the interest rate on that? Those interest rates are going to go through the roof and it's going to get worse as the economy starts to become more and more shaky because they'll lump you in with people who maybe aren't paying their bills and say, well, they're a risk. So we're going to raise their rates even more. You'll never be able to pay those things off. They hit 25 percent. How are you going to pay it off? You can save. The average person right now that is working with American financing is saving about six hundred and ninety five dollars a month. That's average six ninety five. 
That is tremendous. And you pay that debt down and off because you'll be paying, you know, I don't know, four to seven percent interest. That's a lot better. And it's locked in. American Financing, call them at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Daniel, have you been following the uh, Balenciaga uh, story? Sure, a little bit from afar. Okay. There is real evil that is going on. This this pedophilia stuff is is just marching through. And this is something that if you would have said 10 years ago, oh, the next thing you're going to know, you're going to be, you know, uh, pushing for the the uh, normalization of pedophilia. They got crazy on the left. How dare you say that? How dare you? That is just a conspiracy theory. It's never going to happen. And now it's happening. And I can't believe the number of people that are just dismissing this. Do you have any thoughts on this? You know, when, when our founders identified self-evident truth in the Declaration, they identified God as the source of those self-evident truths. And I have no other way of explaining this other than when, when you go away from that path, uh, you're in outer space. I mean, there's no limit to where you can float. Yeah. So people are like, well, you know, I think kind of homosexuality is kind of great. Let's, let's get involved in that. And then those alphabet letters got added and added, and now it's like a whole litany of them. I wish we could make an editorial rule to ban that acronym here at the Blaze. It's just it's ridiculous to use their parlance, but I will tell you the P will absolutely um, be added to it within the next few years, along with other letters as well the p as in pedophile pansexual oh okay well uh, yeah i mean for what you want there's there's an unlimited number of options and and that's the thing the 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 brakes are off this train it it was never about accommodating a few people that are kind of confused or in a you know rough situation or feel they need to love it was always a concerted effort um, Marxism's lead ship in its armada is cultural Marxism. Um, familiar ties, the family structure is the bulwark against um, a, a government. You can't have a country, a, a big government, overbearing government. You can't have a country without faith and family. And they needed to destroy the former two in order to destroy the, the third one, the country, and consolidate this support and make everyone just kind of this androgynous, uh, AI bot with no lineage, no ties to anything, but fully controlled by government. Um, so again, like even more than I think, I think it had it had it, its roots in moving away from the Judeo-Christian founding of America. But now it's really every bit as much part of the transhumanist agenda, almost like the biomedical experimentations, more than even the classical licentious agenda that the left has been pushing, you know, since the '60s. And that's that's really what this is about. And and again, notice everything. Everything seems to land in depopulation. The Mm -hmm. more you make people confused about right and wrong, about basic human relationships, Mm -hmm. the less procreation you're going to get. And that somehow seems to coincidentally 
uh, align with their biomedical agenda as well. Uh, I mean, it's amazing. You look at what's happening with Canada, where they're about to let somebody, uh, you know, kill themselves, doctor-assisted suicide, because he's very sick um, and can't afford his apartment anymore. And so the solution is, instead of making him homeless, let's kill him. That, I mean, this is so Malthusian. All of it is so anti-human. It's crazy. That, that's really what it is. It's anti-human. This is not about liberal or conservative or even communism. Right. It's an anti-humanism. We've never faced this degree of uh, a pagan theocracy before. Yeah. And it's something we got to update to our pro-life cause. Daniel Horowitz, thank you so much. He is, by the way, the co-author of Rise of the Fourth Reich. You want to know what happened with uh, COVID and all the behind the scenes. This is a tremendous book. It'll be out soon, but you can pre-order The Rise of the Fourth Reich now. The Glenn Beck Program. I've been telling you about the Tunnel to Towers Foundation for a while now, and honestly, uh, I just, I love these people. They outdo themselves all the time. In Land Lakes, Florida, they are building their Do Good Village. Now, this comes from a massive donation of acres and acres of land from people just like you. And they are building this community of 110 homes for their program recipients. This means the families of first responders, Gold Star families, the families of catastrophically injured first responders or military service members. All of them can be part of this great community and their children will grow up together, play together, heal together. Um, I really think that you need to look at charity as as who's doing the most amount of good, who's delivering that dollar to that promise uh, the most effectively. And if you want to take care of our first responders and our service members, there is no better cause. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and subscribe to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks. Triple eight seven twenty seven B E C K is the phone number. Glenn Beck program. Welcome to it. Uh, quick, uh, quick update on the show. Uh, Glenn was just uh, called away for a bit of a family emergency, uh, so we asked you to just uh, take a moment and, and keep him in your prayers. As there, uh, it's been quite a storm for Glenn lately, and uh, I know the audience is always. You guys are always so cool with understanding how things go in 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 in, in life. And, you know, I'm not going to be too specific, but, uh, you know, he's going through a tough time with some stuff at home. And and I know uh, he really appreciates your prayers, if you don't mind taking a moment uh, for Glenn today. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. We have a bunch going on today, tons of stuff to cover. Jeff Fisher joins us, of course. Stu. Chewing the fat. We appreciate uh, you stepping in here, Jeffy. Uh, anything I can do for you. <laughs> I know. Of course. You're always such a great guy. Another great guy that I just absolutely appreciate and love so much is a man named Don Lemon. Don, of course, a wonderful broadcaster over at CNN. He's one of the few that survived the initial wave of firings 
that happened after Discovery took over and they decided to take a bit of a different direction, maybe, or at least that's the that's the hope. He was on Stephen Colbert last night. Now he's, I guess, on their morning show now? Yes, he does their morning show. He was promoted to the morning show. Correct. Yeah, he, he wanted to. That's what he, he wanted. He wanted to This was a dream for him. Yes. Because nothing's, I mean, everyone has a different dream, I guess, but dreams of getting up at 2, 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone loves <laughs> to that. To go ahead, yeah, that's a good dream. What's fascinating about the whole CNN situation was Chris Cuomo, who was on the morning show, was then promoted to primetime. Word on the Don Lemon right. was taken from primetime prime and moved to the morning show. That also right. was a promotion. That's funny how that works. I don't know how that works <laughs> at all. It seems like they're just saying anything that will benefit them at that moment, which is very consistent with the left. It sure is. Uh, generally. But we should not say, of course, that CNN is on the left. That would be misleading. You know, they just do uh-huh. good journalism. Here's a Thank you. Don Lemon on with Colbert to talk about that. Word on the street is that you guys aren't allowed to be liberal anymore. Is that is that the case? I don't think we ever were liberal. What? Yeah, really? Yes. I don't think we ever were. That, not me saying that. That's the people out there saying that he's not letting you be liberal anymore. Well, I, listen, I think that I think what Chris well. is saying is that he wants Republicans, sensible Republicans. He wants us to hold people to account, but he wants people to come on and feel comfortable with coming on and talking on mm-hmm. on CNN. And appearing on CNN. So if you invite someone in your house, you want to make them comfortable. But sure. also, by the, by the nature of what we do, right. we have to hold people to account. Mm. And so that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going liberal or conservative or whatever. It just means that really? we are doing what we do. And that's good journalism. I think there is a specific word in that clip that is the most revealing word. Sensible. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, when Stephen Colbert went, what? What? (laughs) He couldn't believe it. He couldn't even stick with the bit. He's terrible. (laughs) That's a whole other story. But he's going through this thing and trying to articulate what CNN leadership is trying to articulate, which is, oh, we're no longer insane, right? We're no longer those people that half the country couldn't watch for even five minutes because we were so dedicated in to taking down the former president. Oh yeah. It was our life goal. And still is, really. It still is, and I think that kind of reveals it here. He says he wants to have Republicans on so they can feel safe in their home. But he uses the the qualifier there, sensible Republicans. He starts he says, "I we want to have Republicans, sensible Republicans on with us." That sensible word tells you everything you need, you need to know about Don Lemon, right? They will define who the sensible yep. Republicans are. And those sensible Republicans just always happen to be the ones that agree with liberals. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Like we saw this in, um, in the coverage of the whole Kanye West dinner with the president. Uh, uh, formerly Kanye West. I'm sorry. Yeah. I will not call him yay, yay or ye. And illegally changed. I don't care. What are you talking I about? I don't you? care. I'm, go- I'm going it's to be the name. person who's going to call him Kanye West because I'm not going to call him yay. No, I'm not doing That's it. I'm calling him wants. Kanye West. People know who Kanye West is. Period. That's the way this works. Once I learn something, I can't learn new things. Okay, Grandpa. Okay. No problem. Thank you. Get off my lawn. So Kanye West has this this whole uh, dinner yeah, with yeah. the president and some other you know sort of fringy right wing. Well, that he know. brought. Yeah, right? that I mean, Kanye Con- brought. Yeah, brought with him. Kanye brought them with him, and now. You know, I totally believe 
the president, uh, former president, having no idea who these people were. I mean, I think most people, even on the right, don't know who, who, no who they are. Uh, that's, uh, you know, that's just the way this this works. And even, I will say, even mainstream media coverage of this dinner have all basically admitted that Trump didn't know who these people were. Right. Kanye West brought some people with him. They sat down. They flattered him. You know, Trump said, oh, I mean, which he says to pretty much everybody in his, sure. in his orbit. Hey, you seem like a smart guy. Like, yeah. this is just, you know, Trump, that's what Trump and does. the report was, right, that he came out and said, uh, hey, yay, uh, let's go back to have some dinner. And yay was like, hey, I brought some friends with me. All right, they can come. Right, to exactly. And that's actually, I will see, say, the mainstream media has actually reported that accurately. That he doesn't seem to know who these people were at all. Now, of course, there's a problem having, and Kanye West is a fringe figure at this point. You know, he said all sorts of stuff that, uh, you know, and he, look, he's been insane from the beginning. Absolutely. This is something I stand on uh, from the beginning of the Kanye West era. And I'm talking going back to hurricane katrina with poor right. mike myers standing there next to him and mike myers is looking at the camera like he wants to die in real time that was awesome and he yeah george bush doesn't care about black people and poor mike myers just standing there which is one of the greatest moments of television of all time and all that's going on and at that point i, th- I said you know what kanye west is insane and then Kanye West was treated as this genius. And you know what I said yes, then, Jeffy? Was. Kanye West is insane. And then he, I think, married a Kardashian. And you know what I said then? Kanye West is insane. And then he put on a red hat. And then yes, he he, did. And all of a sudden, there was some switching. Because everyone agreed with me up to this point that Kanye West was insane. But just because Kanye West took a stance and, and, and was... Uh, brave enough to wear a red hat which was illegal in celebrity circles <laughs> he still was insane that didn't make him wrong on every issue he's pro-life i'm pro-life i agree with him on that point but that does not mean he's not insane right. he is insane then he and people forget this all the time but he ran for president yes, of the united states against donald trump and you know what i said about him then that kanye west was insane huh and now that he's uh, apparently very anti-Semitic, which I didn't know. I mean, that's the first I'm hearing about this over the past few weeks. But he's also insane now. This is a guy going through severe mental health concerns. And he has been in public yeah, yeah. view for two decades. He's had moments maybe where he's, uh, I don't know, been on his meds, been in therapy, uh, dealing yeah. with it, where he seemed a little more on the wagon. But this guy is not. You know, look, it, the, the story of Kanye West is not necessarily a story about anti-Semitism. It's a story about mental health distress. The man is dealing with massive demons of some sort, and they are not under control. And people like these fringe guys on the right are taking advantage of his fame to get access to people like Donald Trump. That's something that we should look down upon, uh, that you're using a guy who's, uh, you know, you know, insane and in dealing with a current mental health crisis to up your own profile, that's a problem. Man, it's another way for everyone to hate Donald Trump. Yeah. And that's, that's what's just a, another angle. And that's what the media went with, right, Jeffy? Sure. They went with this situation just agonizing. where they said, hey, we're going to now use the Kanye West thing to make Donald Trump look bad. And look, obviously, Trump's, if Trump deserves, he's a former president, he deserves better people around him to be able to sift through these things to make sure that a guy like this doesn't 
appear at a dinner with him. I mean, look, you say all you want, and I know we're going to have the, the, the over the next couple of years, we're going to have DeSantis, Trump, God yeah. only knows who else gets in this race. You know, Ron DeSantis is not going to, you're not going to have a story like this with Ron DeSantis. The people around Probably him are not. not going to let things like this occur. And I think the president needs to think about the people he has around him and and try to improve that situation, which there is reporting that he is doing that to make sure these things don't happen to him. Uh, because, you know, again, I don't I don't think he has any, any there's no reason to believe that Donald Trump is anti-Semitic. Uh, it's a ridiculous thing. He you know, he's the guy who who accomplished more for Israel than any five presidents before him. I mean, it's just it, it doesn't make any sense to believe it. Sense. So the, the New York Times has a story out where they want to say, look, this anti-Semitism thing, it's the last straw. Now, how many times have we heard about the last, the last straw, straw with Donald with Donald Trump? It's always the last straw from the New York Times. And they're saying that people on the right are are out there now saying, look, we're, we can't take Donald Trump anymore because of these anti-Semitic moments. And one of the people they go to is the head, the president of the Zionist Organization for America, a, a, uh, Morton Klein, who's a cons- conservative, uh, very, you know, very, you know, influential a guy who really cares about Israel. And of course, the New York Times goes to him because and they treat him as an expert on anti-Semitism. And they say, "Hey, you know, what do you think of this Donald Trump thing?" And he says, "Donald Trump loves Israel. Donald Trump loves Jews. Donald Here, Trump is not anti-Semitic. That. However, he is doing things that are are putting real anti-Semites into public view and that's really scary." Some I'm paraphrasing okay. there, but that's generally right. his quote. That's a reasonable comment. What I yeah, totally what I found completely amazing about this, though, is how many times, Jeffy, you've been around here for a while. How many times <laughs> have they called our own Glenn Beck an anti-Semite in the New York Times, Forever. accused him of all these things, all Forever. these times? I mean, we were standing, we we're standing in Israel, in Israel, <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and how bad he is, and they were saying he was an how anti-Semite. Right? What are you talking about? Now, the same guy. They went to, as an expert on anti-Semitism, because he would say something mildly critical about Donald Trump. That same guy, Morton Klein, is the same man who gave Glenn Beck the Defender of Israel Award from the Zionist Organization of America. Same guy. Same guy. The same guy that the New York Times will go to in a moment where they want to get criticism of the right. They will never use... Don't talk about that other stuff. Morton Klein or no the Defender way. of Israel Award or the fact that Glenn received it from Benjamin Netanyahu. They will never talk about that when Glenn says something that some left-wing uh, person says is anti-Semitic. They'll right. never go to him Not and say, wait a minute, what do you think about Glenn Beck? They never do that. No, because he's going to say something nice. We don't want that. Exactly. Yeah. And this oh. is the case here with all of these stories. It's the same thing we were talking about with CNN. When they need it to be true, when they when they need it's all about journalism. It's it's always what's right in front of them. It's always what benefits them at that given moment. Now we've been on Stude as America. We've been doing a segment called the CNN Rehab, and we're oh, trying nice to to monitor this this transition to see if it's really happening. You know, can we? Is there real signs of progress at all? How's now, that working? You know, it's. I will say this. Surprisingly, I think it's mixed. Oh. They have actually put some fact checks out there. They have put some stories out there that 
you know, people you'd agree with, Jeff. You okay. like conservative critiques of news stories, report reporting inaccuracies by other news sources. So there has been some progress, I think. However, something like Don Lemon in the morning really upends that that progress. I mean, th- their ratings certainly show it. I mean, they've gone nowhere with Don uh, taking over mornings. In fact, I thought the original week they went down. Uh, that's the week that's supposed to pick up uh, great numbers. And his first week, I think the numbers were down. Yeah. So I don't uh, know. If, can his, you save it? I don't think so. The idea is that CNN is such a great brand, you try to save it and rip it out from uh, the, the, the hole that it's in. Right. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know that conservatives will ever look at this again and say, okay, let me see. This might be fair information today. How can you after I, this I last couple of years? They've blown it up. They sure have. All right, let's take a break. 888-727-BECK is the number. In case you don't already know, Giza cotton is widely regarded as the best cotton in the world. Sheets made from Giza cotton are strong and durable, and they get softer every time you sleep on them. You got to have, you got to have, you got to be spoiled with the sheets. It's important. Uh, I love sleeping on the Giza Dream sheets from my pillow. If you sleep on them, you're going to feel the same way I do about them. They're fantastic. They have, uh, they're back at their lowest price ever right now, which is fantastic. $29.99. If you use, you got to use the promo code BECK. Now, just like everything else my pillow makes, these sheets come with a 60 day money back guarantee. Orders placed between now and December 25th will have their money-back guarantee extended until March 1st, 2023. So you can really like nice. get a vibe on these. If you love them, if you don't, you're going to love them, though. Uh, so get your Giza Dream Sheets right now. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the uh, Radio Listener Special Square. And you check out this flash sale on Giza Dream Sheets along with other limited-time offers. Use the promo code BECK or give them a call, 800-966-3117. For these great radio specials from MyPillow.com, it's 800-966-3117. The promo code is Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome back. Triple eight. 727-B-E-C-K. Thank you, Jack. Uh, it's the Gunback Program. Welcome to it. Uh, you know, we were just talking about CNN and how they're going downhill. And I think, honestly, all of our entertainment is going downhill these days. And I said, I did, I have to make a I correction. I don't know that I necessarily like you looking at me when <laughs> well, you say that. I have to make a correction from something I said earlier in this program. I said I have never met anyone <laughs> who likes the movie Avatar. And oh, that is not entirely that is true. That's not true. It's someone I want to forget, but it is. There has been one person I've met. I have a fan. That is Jeff. I Fisher. have a fan of Avatar. I mean, they were after Unobtainium. That's what we needed oh, on Earth. I forgot about Unobtainium. <laughs> That's what we needed. I mean, how <laughs> bad of a movie do you have to be? I don't know. They can't obtain it. What should we do? Unobtainium. <laughs> Great line there, James. <laughs> I would. I do agree with you on James Cameron, though. I mean, that he's guy. Intol- is, he's yeah, just insufferable. Agonizing. Uh, no question about it. And there will never be. I think uh, we have this avatar, right? And then we're supposed to have like eight more. <laughs> so I think we have probably one more after this this way of water. That'll be it. You think? Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll be dead by then. It takes him 80 years to make a movie. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> and they, they say worldwide it needs to get to $2 yeah. billion. They probably, I mean, with sales of everything else, all the articles and everything, they probably are going to get that easy. You think? Oh, yeah. I, 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 it is huge in places like China. Yeah. 
But they don't let anybody out of their homes anymore, so I don't know if they can go see these That's movies. Kind of a good point. We'll have to see. Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven Back. The Glenn Back Program. Uh, in case you didn't know, the things you do with your money matter. You can often affect change in this country with your wallet as much as you can with your vote. And one way of doing this, of course, is buying things that are made in America. And I mean, really made in America. Not just they don't just say it. Uh, when you buy clothing from American Giant, you know you're getting true American quality, a product with merit made by people in this country for a fair wage, not one the government's forcing them to pay. They do it because they believe in it. Uh, every metal rivet, every drop of ink is made here in, in America. You're not just buying the clothing. You're investing in the process that will help save the country. We need to get back to the independent spirit of American manufacturing. And American Giant is doing their part. The cotton, the milling, the cutting, the sewing, 100% American. You can buy cheaper, sure. You'll get cheaper quality, though, and you'll made by workers. it'll be made by workers overseas who are being paid pennies. Or you can buy quality that will last for generations. The American Giant patch means something, and it means something to you. Uh, there's American Giant in all of us. Go to AmericanGiant.com slash Glenn. AmericanGiant.com slash Glenn. I have one of their hoodies. Uh, oh, man, it's fantastic. It's the best one I own. AmericanGiant.com slash Glenn. You know, when you want someone to take care of a serious issue, you find a serious person. And that's what we've done with our nuclear arsenal and our nuclear power plants. We found the most serious person we can find and we put them directly in charge of whether you explode or not. We'll get into that story here in just a second. We've been talking for a while about investing some portion of your portfolio into precious metals. How do you do that? Where do you go? How about Goldline? Goldline has been around for a very long time, doing uh, doing right with this audience for quite a long time. And we always tell you to do your own homework, but you really do need to actually do it. Because I, I don't know how much time there is before we go off of a financial cliff. If Glenn were here, he would tell you. Uh, it's seconds away. Uh, anyway, this week only, Goldline is extending their Thanksgiving special to say thank you for an excellent 2022 with every box of historic graded $5 gold Indians, you will receive 20 of the one ounce silver buffalo rounds at no additional cost. That's 20 ounces of free silver with every qualifying order. In addition to that, qualifying orders will receive a personally signed copy of The Immortal Nicholas, Glenn's a great Christmas book from a few years ago. I mean, it's a signed copy. You got to get your hands on that. You can only get these from Goldline. Right now, give them a call. 866-GOLDLINE. Find out if gold and silver are right for you. Go to 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. It's goldline.com. So 
the left has been talking for a long time. I should also mention it's Stu and Jeffy in for Glenn. Glenn did most of the show today and then was called out for a family emergency. So we ask you to keep him and his family in uh, in uh, your prayers uh, today as he's uh, dealing with some stuff on the, on the home front that uh, we hope he's going to be back here for uh, his TV show tonight. Of course, it's Wednesday. So Glenn TV tonight on Blaze TV, follow, uh, right, right before that is Stu Does America. Oh, that's uh, still on? <laughs> shockingly, at least for a couple more weeks. Okay, as far as I know, it's still on. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, make sure uh, to, you know, we'll uh, we'll give you updates here during the day on social media as, as to whether uh, the show he had planned is going to be able to happen because I know he's in the middle of something. So we do appreciate your prayers and I know he does more than, more than anybody. So thank you for that. Uh, I know the audience always steps up in these moments and, 100%. and, and, and does such a great job. So thank you so much. Um, we're talking about, uh, about our country though. And, the left has been for years and years telling us that global warming is the greatest existential threat that exists in the world. Now, it's interesting because they have a guy who built the largest electric car company in the world, and they now hate him. They hate him. They hate like him. poison. Because he lets people tweet. I, I, he's the worst person <laughs> in the world because he allows people to put 240 characters out there that the left might not agree with. So... The greatest existential threat, screw that. Don't worry about that. Let's criticize Elon Musk and make him out to be the worst person in the world. But the other part of this, which has always been interesting to me, I think it's a really defining line in the environmental sort of debate and movement, is if you see an environmentalist who does not support nuclear power, you know they're not serious. You know that person is a fraud. Because if you say you care about global warming and you're going to say we should not use unlimited clean energy with no emissions and you don't think we should pursue that at all, you're obviously not making any sense. Either you want to, you're part of the degrowth movement where you think, you know, we shouldn't uh, pave paradise to put up a parking lot if you're one of those people. Uh, or none of this is serious because you find out over and over again, even solar and wind projects, people don't want them in their backyard. Right. They're killing some bird you've never heard of. There's uh, whales. They're killing whales. They're They've killing got the whales. windmills up on the Northeast where there's, uh, there's these, uh, the right whales, I think they are. Really? Yeah, they're putting windmills in the water. They're like, no, no, we can't put them there. Sorry, there's right whales that swim by there. And, and I, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, uh, an expert on the sea but my understanding <laughs> of offshore wind the the part that's in the water is really not doing a lot it's just kind of it's just a pole yeah but you never know you know a whale swimming around bangs into it <laughs> <laughs> well are these whales drunk what do you mean they're just swimming around bashing into poles you never know i guess you never know so you wonder about our nuclear uh, program because we have not we've had no nu- nuclear power plants i mean we're closing them down yeah. we are now two or three generations behind when it comes to nuclear power plants we have so much advanced technology we're not even utilizing because people can't get these plants approved well in comes the biden administration and they want to make sure they're on it <laughs> the idea that you might be irradiated at any moment is, is put in the hands of someone very very serious in this particular case Sam Brinton. Love they, them. You love they? They, them, Sam Brinton. Yeah, because Sam Brinton, you might say, who? well, I don't know who Sam Brinton is. You may have seen the photo of Sam Brinton, which is notable for 
for some significant reasons. You might notice well, something a little different about. He Sam. always wears. I mean, he always wears a fashionable dress. They. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They. Them. Mm-hmm. These stories drive me insane. By the way, because they all start off with his preferred pronouns are they them. So then the story continues with then they right instead which of he plural. or she. Or it's just. It really it's hard to follow. It really is hard. hard I, follow, I, there are times just, where I really can't understand. Yeah, I have what to stop the, and go. Okay, we got. It's not just me making fun of it. It's no, not me. I know. You know, being a conservative, saying this is wrong. We're just changing the definitions of words. That weird conservative <laughs> trait where you think words should mean things. No, it's like I really don't know what's happening. Is there a group of people doing something, but or is one not. person? It's just doing, a I don't one know. person because they all, they've already prefaced it with they prefer they them. So we're just going to call them they, them throughout the whole story. Even when it doesn't make uh, any doesn't sense. Make zero sense doesn't matter. doesn't matter. So anyway. Uh, okay, so they, Sam, Sam, Sam Brinton. Now, can, you, can you walk me through the, Jeffy, the, as if I didn't understand, the, the sort of biological physics of this situation. Is this a, a, someone who was born a man? Yeah, no, he's a male. Yeah, he's, he's a, still a male. Yeah. So he doesn't identify as anything else. No, he, he just I, you know he identifies he as well, <laughs> he likes to uh, uh, he likes to call himself a pup handler. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a pup handler. What the hell is a pup handler? <laughs> that's when that's when oh. men who are gay like to be treated as dogs. So he, you know, handles the pups. So he is not necessarily the one who wants to be treated as a dog. But Although he's, he's not opposed to that, but he usually, handling, okay. he usually is handling So the what pups, we have yeah. here is a <laughs> biological male who is still a male, but often dresses as a female. Yeah, non-binary. No, it's non-binary. 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 And is uh, gay as well? As far as I know. So we're layering all that on top, and we're like, hey, go deal with the nukes. Oh, yeah. He's really smart. He's, he's got all kinds of degrees. It does have, it does have a lot of degrees. Really, and, really a smart guy. And I forget what his whole title is there. At the, He's spent nuclear rods. Or, I forget. I think he might be reading a different part of his. Forget it. Okay. So, so this person is in charge of spent nuclear fuel. Yeah, okay, whatever his job is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he went to MIT. And yeah, like, he's really smart. He does have a, a, really, a big... His uh, resume big education, is a, big resume. Yes, absolutely. But, but it's important to understand, it's not just education when you're dealing with an important job like this. It's also stability is an issue, right? And I feel like there are some signs unrelated to really? the amount of makeup or dresses this person is wearing that might make you think he's not the right person for the huh. job. Wow. Do you have any evidence huh. that would support this thesis? Well... <laughs> Other than pup handling <laughs> early on <laughs> Again, in his I, career. Because uh, I know he's big with, uh, he also started, and I think he, I think he started the Trevor Project too. Or he's big on which that. Is, yeah. which I is, know he's spoken uh, there. Yeah, which is a part of uh, teen suicide and LGBTQ suicide and issues that's, you know. And dis- and discouraging actually, it, by the way, we should be clear. He, yes, yes, discouraging yes. it. But uh, after, now he's had the gig, right? He's got the gig in the Biden administration. Mm-hmm. And we find out that he has now been charged with felony theft. Mm. And, you know, I mean, he faces, I think the, uh, he goes before the court in dis- the first December 16th, I think was the date that I remember, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and he could face, you know, prison time and a fine of like $10,000 because he stole some luggage at the Minneapolis airport. And he just decided, now, I don't know. I'm sure that you, Stu, have a Vera Bradley suitcase. You're going to be surprised not. to hear I do not. 
I do not have a pair of Bradley suitcases. Really? Now, does does our hero in the story, Sam Brinton, have? Well, he has a Vera Bradley suitcase now because he stole it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it was uh, it was worth like twenty three hundred bucks. I mean, twenty three hundred bucks for the wow. suitcase. I know that's why I thought you would have one. But, oh, yeah, uh, that's me. <laughs> the guy just spends on fashion. You know, that's that's me. I know. Wait, so so he was so he's at Minneapolis Airport, okay. and he decides. I like that suitcase. I'm going to take it. And he does. And he walks away. He takes the tag off of it. Walks out of the airport. Takes the tag off of it. Walks out of the airport. So, obviously, you know, instead of just looking the other way, the person who owned the $2,300 piece of luggage said, Hey, I'm missing my luggage. Where is it? And they looked back at the footage because they didn't have it. Well, who would know that they have cameras at airports everywhere? Uh, you know, right? I mean, who would who could possibly have that you, sort of you, in depth you wouldn't knowledge? Think of it. You no. wouldn't think of it. No, you it's wouldn't. In Minneapolis, come yeah. on now, come on. Maybe New York, but not Maybe. Minneapolis. <laughs> so they look back at the footage, and there he is taking the suitcase and taking the tags off. I mean, that's bad. So, so what was the was the excuse? Oh, I thought it was my bag. Because that's a typical excuse for people who steal sure. luggage. And just a helpful hint from me, uh, Jeff Fisher, chewing the fat. I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you take luggage, don't take the tags off. Just keep going. Just take the luggage and go. Are you giving like tips on how to I'm just steal saying, luggage? Do Is that it? what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to if steal you get luggage. Now it's like, oh, shoot, you're right. I just thought it was mine. I'm sorry. You're good. But if you're caught taking the tags off, and then well, everyone means, knows. You know, you knew it wasn't yours. Now, okay. did, did Sam have a bag? Did, yeah. He, he did have oh, yeah. a bag. Because I was I was under the impression that maybe he was flying without a bag. No, I think he had his carry-on. Oh. Uh, I think he had his carry-on or another well, but, bag that uh, he was picking up. If you have a carry-on, you don't need to go to the luggage no. uh, depot there and pick it up off the little f- fancy far, But my understanding, track. I mean, this was just an extra. He went there and he decided that. He liked that, and he took it. Now, whether, you know, <laughs> oh, I have not seen the footage. Mm-hmm. Minneapolis Airport has not released it to me. I wish they would. I'd be happy to look at it. Um, so then the police call him and say, hey. Um, hey because, I, I mean, again, if you're listening on radio and you've never seen Sam Brinton, it's not like you'd miss him in a crowd. Right? Like, it's not right. like you'd say, okay, oh, that's a d- typical that's nuclear scientist. That's not me. Right. It's like there's no way to deny that if you're Sam Brinton, that you are Sam Brinton. Right. And he says, no, I I still had my clothes. The suitcase that I grabbed had my clothes in it, and I didn't do a thing. And they were like, oh, okay. And then he we called back. because at the airport, guys. And then he calls him back okay. and says, you know what? Oh, my gosh. You know what? Maybe You're not going to believe this. Up, maybe I did pick up the wrong suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> and the police go, yeah, but it's really strange because all I had was my clothes. I just had my clothes. Really because the hotel found all the clothes that were in the suitcase that belonged to the other person in the hotel room oh after you left. I mean, this is really sloppy. Again, it's wrong <laughs> to steal you. someone's luggage. However, if you're going to steal just, someone's you don't luggage, just leave the clothes in the hotel room. No, yeah, dispose is, of those someplace else. And don't worry, uh, he, you say, "Hey, you should really dispose of that those clothes properly." This is the person in charge of disposed nuclear fuel. <laughs> 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 it just seems like 
maybe you give the job to anyone else. Anyone else. Like Homer Simpson. I, you'd put Homer I mean, in charge over this person. Feels like that would be a better choice. Really. Not it's, a lot better I, choice. And, and again, like... I will say, you look at the resume of Sam Brinton as yeah. far as like education goes, and you can find a, a, that they are, I guess, qualified for this job. But are they the most qualified? Are they? Did you look at this person and you say, hey, this person's the most stable? He's going to represent us good. Right. It's like they, they keep doing this, where they're putting people in positions of power based solely on either their genitals or their skin color or which genitals they prefer interacting with all of these bizarre qualifications that have nothing to do with job performance it's how corinne jean-pierre who was hired for all three of those reasons it has this job where everyone knows she's terrible everyone everyone knows everyone knows this is the single worst person uh possible to do this job she has no idea what she's talking about she's constantly just reading she can't defend these policies many of them to her credit are indefensible i, I understand I that know, but she's got her great big book of everything and it's just we're just going to read out of that and that's we're, that's what you have that's what she has that's, that's really what, what she does yeah every day she opens it up and she reads the most basic things that anyone should be able and to know. And stumbles over that. And stumbles over that. Says that then, doesn't know what the words and are. And that's it. Wraps up. Picks up her great big book of everything and off she goes. It's a good gig, This I is guess. how this happens. <laughs> when you hire based on genitals, I mean, unless you're, you're running a strip club, then maybe that's something, you know, maybe one of the things you want to think about. Well, you have to. Stu, I don't know why you, of course you do if you're running a strip I sh- club. I, sh- I shouldn't have brought that up in your presence. There are some jobs... Perhaps where you should think of this when you're talking about nuclear physics. Yeah. No, no. Is Sam Britton going to do jail time? I doubt it. You know, he'll probably pay a fine and give the suitcase back and be fine. But when they tried to reach out to him, they realized, oh, he's on leave. Yeah, he hasn't worked here. Oh, oh, no. oh is he's he? been on leave for over a month now. What are you trying to get a hold of him for? Uh, he's, Unbelievable. Oh, oh, okay. Maybe they've already realized this problem yep. and they've they taken him out of for, the job for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, very interesting. All right. Uh, let me talk to you about the Tuttle Twins. Uh, there are books, and there are important books, books that change your life and help to shape who you become and what impact you have on society around you. If your kids or grandkids aren't reading the Tuttle Twins books right now, they need to be. My kids are. My kids are going to turn out good because they're doing this. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Jeffy, who <laughs> no, knows? Jeffy no, can't no. read. So it's, it's hard to, to put him on the Tuttle Twins bandwagon. Uh, look, these books are fun and entertaining. My kids love them. They teach life lessons about the founding of this country, the way we should live our lives, uh, and so many other things. I mean, how to run a business. Their kids will learn how to run a business from reading a, a story they actually are entertained by. Tuttle Twins is extending their amazing Cyber Monday deal. They're giving a 50% discount on their free market curriculum. Uh, this is designed with activities for both younger and older kids. Tuttle Twins makes learning about history and economics fun and interesting. And one of the reasons the Tuttle Twins have sold over 4 million copies of their books is that they make it easy for kids and teens to learn important concepts that are foundational to the survival of our republic. With their free market curriculum, your kids will be able to navigate things like inflation, business, and money, and all the stuff that's going on in the real world. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com to access this special deal. What a great gift for the holidays as well. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get 50% off the free market economic curriculum right now at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID.
Triple eight seven twenty seven B E C K is the phone number. It's Stu and Jeffy in for Glenn, who had to leave for a family emergency. Your prayers are appreciated. Um, we were talking about Sam Brinton. It will be interesting because this might be one of those situations where they put this person in control of something very important. They got into it a few mo- after a few months, realized that they just are not reliable to do this job, and have sort of quiet fired them. Right, like they put them on the sidelines. They've been on the sidelines for a while. Now they're traveling and stealing luggage. Well, I th- I th- yes, I, I absolutely possible? don't disagree with that. Okay. I, I kind of feel like he was, uh, everything was okay until he got busted stealing this luggage, which I, you know, if you're stealing luggage from an airport, you're probably stealing other stuff. Yeah, you, probably you don't have start, a little you know, kleptomania problem going mm-hmm. on, among but, other uh, things. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> but uh, and I because I think this happened originally in September. Okay. So okay. and now you know we're starting to get through it, and the uh, you know I think the news was getting ready to break, and we just didn't talk about it. We went on leave. It's cowardly. And we just kind of you know we just wait for the news to break if it breaks. If it doesn't, we don't have to do anything. He's already gone. I, I, I gotta, I've got to believe too, and I am not. I don't happen to be a member, uh, Jeffy, of the LGBTQIA2 plus community. That's a lot of letters there. Are you sure? <laughs> and I guess we're we're going to be adding P soon. I heard. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe I have to update my my acronym. But like, I have to believe if you are a member of this particular community, you don't want people who are criminals treated this way. You don't want them soothed out of every negative consequence of their bad actions. You want them to be called out. You know? I hope that's true. You want them to say, hey, look, you know, if we want, what we want is equality. If we, we want us to be accepted as members of the community, well, being accepted as members of the community means paying a consequence when you steal somebody's luggage. Yeah, but if he had felt equal, then he wouldn't have had to steal the luggage. Is that, is that, the, that, that's, that I does mean, I'm seem... working on something for him, okay? Just give <laughs> Jeffy, people don't realize this. Jeffy has a crisis PR firm. But whenever you've done something really stupid, you call Jeffy and he says. Well, you know, chewing the fat at theblaze.com. I'll give you some. Exactly. We'll work it out. That's the free part of it. You can go there. You can either pay Jeffy's firm or listen to his free podcast, but he will give you some shady out for whatever crime you've committed. You're welcome, by the way. And it'll start with, first of all, (laughs) and then he'll rant for a while. Your honor. First of all. I want to see a a lawyer show like Suits with Jeffy as a central character. (laughs) You have to give a fan. I I would totally watch that show. That would be amazing. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Back with more here in just a second. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I mean, we had Jeffy live on that one. It was amazing. If you're like most Americans, you probably spend a significant amount of time thinking about how to make more money or at least save more money back, uh, you know, kind of keep it with you. Um, And that's important, especially if you're, you know, trying to figure out how to sell $2,300 stolen luggage. Uh, Look, if you want to make a move in the right direction, if you want to do something that's going to help your financial future, especially in this time with inflation and all this other stuff going on, you should think about a debt, uh, getting all your debt into a consolidation loan. You could literally be saving hundreds of dollars per month and maybe as as much as $1,000 a month 
what would an extra 12 grand per year do for you and your family? You'd be able to pay for that gas for a little like, It's like three tanks of Biden fuel. Uh, for over two decades, American Financing has been helping people just like you find ways to make their finances work for them. Give them a call today. I've dealt with American Financing. They're just they're just great people and they do a great job. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Don't forget to use promo code GLENN, G-L-E-N-N, for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Triple eight seven twenty seven B E C K is the phone number. It's the Glenn Beck program. Stu and Jeffy in for Glenn. By the way, we're down to I think the last like one hundred Nancy Pelosi sucks pens. And with her stepping down from leadership, my my understanding is when these are gone, this is it. This is it. Yes. When these are gone, this is it. Oh so boy. if you want a great Christmas gift and you think Nancy Pelosi sucks, go to nancypelosisuckspen.com. You can get the very official beautiful nancy pelosi sucks pen I mean, they are nice features her signature in beautiful gold it's a replica of the actual pens she used when she signed donald trump's first impeachment and it, it, it's the only difference is on those pens it just said nancy pelosi in her signature and this in the same font says nancy pelosi sucks <laughs> and uh these have been a big hit for many many years no, these, they've been out of stock so many times her signature auto pen though or is it from at actual nancy's i it's a great question i don't know the answer to that I don't know the answer. I will say it's actually hers. Oh, sure. Uh, But they're (laughs) super official and you'll love them and they're a great gift. Uh, And I think if you use the code by Nancy, B-Y-E, Nancy, uh, we're saying so long to Nancy Pelosi. If you use that code, you get 25% off, I think. So uh, check it out. Nancy, Act now. NancyPelosiSucksPen.com. Act now or forever hold your peace. (laughs) There there you go. Uh, So Disney has got a new CEO and really a stunning move. As far as like nerdy entertainment, streaming, media coverage. It was legitimately stunning that Bob Iger has stepped back in for Bob Chapek, the guy who yeah, uh, who was personally you know, appointed to this role by Iger, Iger initially. Yeah, and, and, and But during the whole time that Chapek was in charge, Iger kept needling, you know, that he wasn't happy about how things, how he was being handled. Yeah. So I kind of feel like maybe Iger was pressured from the board to say... I love Bob. He's a great guy. He's no one else I want for the job than him. Yeah, because he didn't seem consistent no, with, no, with Iger. Not. Iger was like a very pro. He always, even though he was a, a numbers guy, he came from a, an entertainment background. He was like a weatherman back in the day. Came from an entertainment background and always talked about how storytelling was the most important thing. Right. And at least gave that facade of the creative part of this company is the most important part. And Chapin kind of came out and was like, hey, we're going to charge people more for, for churros at Disneyland. And that's going to be our business plan. That's our plan. That's, you know, basically what, what went on here to summarize it. So Iger's in, Chapin's out. And it is, it's interesting because Iger, they were, initially we were told that Chapik was the guy who said, look, I don't want to get involved in any of these controversies. I don't want to be the guy trying to change every piece of culture I just, you know, let's stay out of this stuff. Right. That lasted like two weeks. As Which soon is as really the, strange, too. Yeah. Because, I know. It, it didn't last very long at all. And you'd think that, uh, you know, he had that frame of mind 
because of what Iger had been doing, right? There's, I mean, a lot of the stuff that yeah. you know was taking place was under Iger's watch. Yeah. It was under 15 years he, prior he, to that. He greenlit a lot of these movies yeah. that were pushing for absolutely you know, the LGBTQQIA two plus P, P community. A yeah, lot of that was going he absolutely on. Absolutely did under Iger, and like, look. You can run a, an entertainment company and make movies that are targeted to a particular audience. You can make movies that, that want to get a viewpoint across. You can do all that stuff. The issue that people have, of course, is children. Like the fact that you're trying to slip this by every, right. a parent and not being upfront about it is a real problem. Case in point, this past weekend, you go through Thanksgiving, it's Friday, I'm in a food coma, kids are home. I mean, they don't, all they want to do is, you know, eat leftovers and be on their iPad. It's just one of those lazy days. And, you know, you get about halfway through that day and, and you know, your parenting gene wakes up a little bit and you say, I got to do something with these kids. I'm just going to sit around all day. Yeah, I wish I knew that gene. You don't have that gene. Yeah, it was okay. removed in a terrible accident for Jeffy. But you know what I mean? Like you get to that point where you're just like, all right, I can't, I, you know, I was like working on stuff and, you know, I was being kind of lazy too. I'm in the food coma mode. And I thought, well, let's go do something. We got to get you out of here. Let's get, let's get them out of the house and put them in front of a much larger Your screen. screen. Hello. <laughs> That's the only thing. <laughs> hey, you're on that little screen. Let's get you and in front of a big screen. different food. Yeah. Stop eating the leftovers. Yeah. You need some popcorn, something healthy. So I was, I was thinking, you know, it sounds right. Right now is a movie because a movie is a great piece of parenting. You bring your kids there. You plop them down. They're quiet. They sit there. You can kind of space out. You can eat food. You can maybe be entertained by the kids' movie, whatever. But you Depending don't have to do anything. Theater, you might be able to kick your feet up and go to sleep. Sometimes there's the recliner situation going on. You got the sometimes the the waitress service. Absolutely. Like I mean, it's some of these movie theaters, at least in Texas, are serious now. Absolutely, it's a fun experience. I'll go to any kids' movie because I like the dine-in movie experience so much. I'll go to any movie. I don't care. And so. We're looking through, and hey, there's a new movie out this weekend. It's called uh, Strange World. Strange World, and it's a yeah. it's a kids movie. It's animation. It's from Disney, you know. And I so I'm like, well, and I'm on alert, you know. I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not a boycotter. I don't boycott anything, you know. I like, I just not what I do. But I do make individual decisions based on what's what I see. So I'm like, I know Disney well enough to know. Anything they're releasing could be a problem, right? I, I want to, that's the opposite of what they built 50 years of their company on. The point of the Disney Corporation I was, when I was a kid, anything they released was safe. Well, it was family. Anything yep. they released, you could, your parents could bring your, uh, their kids parents, to. Parents, grandparents. Always kids, trust all it was going to be okay. It might not be the best movie in the world, but you knew it wouldn't violate your principles, the, the basic foundations of America. Right. Yeah. And it wouldn't it wouldn't push into uncomfortable territory. That's not what they were designed to do. They were designed to entertain kids and give life lessons that were universal. That was what they were supposed to do. So I know enough now to actually watch the trailer of this movie. So I I pull pull it up and I watch the trailer of this movie. And Jeffy, if I tell you that there is not one objectionable thing in this in the trailer of this movie, it is just a bunch of cool creatures it's wild landscapes, oh, really? weird things walking around. In fact, I—I I, be honest with you, I can't tell what the movie's about at all. 
There's no plot line. There's nothing in the trailer that would tell you it's about anything other than a kid in front of a bunch of weird creatures okay. in a strange world. Right. All right. I mean, you know, I don't know what that is. But again, I have a super low bar to clear here. I'm tired. I want to go to sleep in a, in a nice recliner and maybe eat a couple of appetizers and, and entertain my kids for a couple of hours. So I have almost no standards to hit. A movie about nothing with cool colors, I'm in. Okay. I'm in. I'm going to be asleep for half of it anyway. So, I, but I, there's something that hits me wrong because I'm thinking to myself, why, why aren't they telling like me that? anything why, about why, this movie? Why is it like that? Why yes. have I learned nothing from this yes. trailer about what the plot of this film is? So I decide to read some of the user reviews. Oh. And if I tell you that two out of every three of them are... Why would they try to push this on our children? Why would they introduce this to our children? Why? And I'm thinking to myself, what is this? Well, you keep reading and you find out that apparently the movie, uh, which, by the way, flopped this weekend. I was just going to say it did not do well at all. No, did not do well at all. They made another political movie, released it, called Strange World. Vulture helpfully summarized how important political messaging is to the film, saying it was, quote, an environmentally focused adventure. Featuring a queer back black teenager. Apparently, within the first 10 minutes of the movie, the, they start some uh, same-sex relationship is introduced. And apparently that's the plot of the movie. And, of course, a bunch of environmental nonsense. Right. Which, have, you know, it's hard to avoid in almost any movie these days. Boy, that's a fact. So, I'm, I'm, spoiler alert, I didn't go to the movie. <laughs> Even in my lazy parenting, I kind of want to see it just so I can come in here and do a segment about it, but I'm not, I'm not going to give them any money. Um, but, I mean, this is, this has the, been the problem with Disney. Yes. For a while, they have, they have abandoned what the corporation stood for. And I listened to some of what uh, Iger did a town hall with uh you know employees and question and answers and i listened to some of that and you know i i, I don't know uh, that he's do you believe him uh, let me, well i don't know that he's he? I, yeah i believe him I, he's trying to walk the line yeah. i don't think he's gonna i mean i don't think we've accomplished anything let's listen to some of this because conservatives are taking this as wow they're they're, they're taking a step back from the controversies well, don't they don't so. they don't want to jump in there Tell me, is this what he's saying, or is he just sort of walking the line so he's not saying... Almost like the, the, the trailer of this movie, he's not saying anything. Right. Here is a Bob Iger at this big, uh, big uh, company conference thing. Here's a virtual question. Many cast members had wished that Disney stayed out of politics. Will Disney stay out of making political statements? You know, I think Hello? Uh, Hello. there's a miss... A perception here about what politics is mm-hmm. and I think that some of the subjects that have proven to be controversial as it relates to Disney have been branded political and I don't necessarily believe they are I don't think when you are telling stories and attempting to be a good citizen of the world that that's political just not how I view it uh-huh. do I like the company being embroiled in controversy of course not it can be distracting and it can have a negative impact on the company and to the extent that I can work to kind of quiet things down I'm going to do that but I think it's it's important to put in perspective what some of these subjects are and not just simply brand them political so two things and... from that number one you can see why Bob Iger is a good CEO Right. Like that is an absolute non-answer. Correct. Right? He's Correct. not. He, 
what he's saying there essentially is and a lot of people on the right took this as oh well he's saying he doesn't want to be political what he's saying is the things that the statements he wants to make are so right that they don't count as politics correct because there's no other side to the issue because he's so right right like the uh, lgbtqqia2 plus community what they want is so obviously correct to humanity and being a quote good citizen of the world that that doesn't count as politics so no we're not making political statements that is what he's saying there now the fact that he said it like that and not how i said it is why he's a good ceo (laughs) now whether he'll make good decisions for disney and whether i'm going to bring my kids to these movies the the other clip i saw was where he definitely didn't answer the question yeah there's one about the don't say gay bill is that the one you're talking about yeah we have that as well here this this is a bob Iger talking specifically about the falsely named don't say gay bill and i will say (laughs) is he is he let's hear All right, another virtual question. What is your stance on the don't say gay situation? Well, first of all, uh, our LGBTQ employees are very important to us, and we care deeply about them. That is a given. Um, Secondly, this company has been telling stories for 100 years, Mm -hmm. and those stories have had a meaningful, positive impact on the world. And one of the reasons they've had a meaningful, positive impact is because one of the core values of our storytelling is inclusion and acceptance and tolerance. And we can't lose that. We just can't lose that. I think about about Black Panther and the impact that had on the world, or a film like Coco. I mean, I could go on and on. And how we actually change the world for the good must continue. We also, when you tell stories, it's a delicate balance. You're talking to an audience but it's also important to listen to an audience. It's important to have respect for the people that you're serving, that you're trying to reach, and not have disdain for it. Huh. That's that's an interesting answer. What about the don't say gay bill, though? I was wondering, concerned about that, because I thought that was the question. He did not address that uh, at all in that clip. He did say that he wants to respect LGBT um, employees, which he leaves off the QQIA2 plus and the P. So I don't know if he hates them. I assume he hates them because you're not allowed to leave that off. Uh, he, if you listen to it though, he, he says, "Look, he's he's not saying, hey, we're making movies that kids like. That's what we do. That's not what he said. Nope. He said we need to make movies that have a positive impact about inclusion and tolerance. In other words, all these messages are staying in here yep. with Iger, and they're going to continue. He was, I mean, he's the reason we just why don't want to talk about it. Exactly. Right. That's what he's people don't want to say. Exactly the guy that had all this. Was, he was there for 15 years. Yeah. Chapik was just following. Came in after following up on all. Most that. of the stuff we're talking about was greenlit under Iger. Right. These movies take time to be made. So he gets to go. He gets to go away, and then now come back as the savior. I mean, that's a good gig, I guess. Now, he does say, oh, I'll listen to the audience and I'll have respect for them. And uh-huh. I get that. Uh, you know, uh, it would be nice, right, if that would happen. Because right now, they do seem to literally hate half the country. Mm-hmm. So just avoiding the act of despising anyone who wants lower taxes would be an improvement, Step I will in the right say. Direction. I don't believe yeah. him, but he wants to at least communicate that. But you know what makes Bob Iger a, a, a great CEO? And I, and again, I, I don't like his what he's done with these companies, but just as a as a positional, a, a job performance rating, why he's such a good CEO, the, the the detail that most people leave out is Bob Chapik got this job specifically handed to him by Bob Iger. 
on February 25th, 2020. <laughs> like two weeks before the economy shut down, this guy's like, ah, uh, you take the gig. And remember, February 25th, this is a company that has tons of business in China. They all knew what was about oh, to yeah. happen. And they're like, uh, That's I'm a out. Great point. Taking a vacation for a couple years. You're in, guy I don't like that much. Society's going to close down. All the parks are closing down. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, it's just in, in, absolutely incredible. Um, all right. Let me tell you uh, about Rough Greens. Uh, you know, if you're, you have a dog, I have three dogs. One dog in particular, President Miles, is approximately 138 years old. That's pretty good. <laughs> he's really, I think he's 17 now. Seven, he does not get around as fast as he used to, but he's doing a lot better because he has Rough Greens. Uh, rough Greens is a great, it's a supplement that you sprinkle on top of the food. It's not a dog food itself. You just sprinkle it on top, gives them all the nutrients that they, they love, helps them with their joints and all this other stuff. Uh, and dogs love it because it tastes great. And meanwhile, they're getting all the vitamins and minerals and other things that are going to contribute to a healthy life for them. Whether your dog is as old as President Miles or a puppy, they can benefit from Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Beck. And they're going to uh, give you your first bag free. That's right, free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. It's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck today. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com. We only have a few seconds left here in the show. Jeffy, Jim Carrey, leaving Twitter. Your reaction? I think I'm going to leave Twitter right now, too. Wow. Uh, wow at JeffyJFR, I'm not going to tweet anything. That's it. I've had enough. It's a brave stance you've taken here, and I really do. All right, I'm back. Oh, uh, wow. You can tweet me at JeffyJFR. I took a stand long enough. I'm back. The Glenn Back Program.